He glared across the lake over the top of the dike, his narrowed gray eyes stabbing each shrub that hung out over the silent water. He could see no sign of the enemy scouts that patrolled the borders in greater numbers than ever. But there, to the right, he located the wolfwalker before spotting gray Hishin hiding behind her. The woman's worn leather mail melted so well into the brush that she was nearly invisible, but the silver headband, which marked her as a healer, glinted dully in the sun. It gave away her position and turned Ariner's angry apprehension into puzzled curiosity. He hardly noticed the chill where the mud soaked his leggings. What was that fool woman doing now? She looked frozen in place, like a statue, her hands out in front of her as if she had been turned to stone in the middle of clapping. Behind her, three small, neat piles of herbs testified to the gathering she had done. He squinted, shifting silently to a better position. But he could see no danger around her, and, too, the wolf would not be lying in the brush behind Dean if she sensed anything wrong. So what in the name of all nine moons was going on? Suddenly, Dean let out a short, sharp yell and brought her hands together with a clap that echoed across the water. By the gods! Ariner almost jumped into the nearest tree as the banks of the lake on every side erupted, and thousands of startlingly green lizards leapt up from where they had lain, perfectly hidden in the mud of the shore. They were a full meter tall on their hind legs. They ran like half-sized men toward the water, and then, to his amazement, rushed out on the surface of the lake as if it were a mirage and solid as the banks he stood on. Frantically, they sped toward the center of the lake in a spattering thunder, tiny wakes cutting back from their webbed feet and chopping up the water like a thousand knives. And then, just as suddenly as they had appeared, they sank out of sight. And then there was nothing, just the lake, the banks, and the wolfwalker standing there with a foolish grin on her face. And she had the audacity to giggle. Ariner closed his mouth with a snap and got to his feet, stalking down the dike. It did not help that he slipped twice and caught himself only once. By the time he reached Dean, who had already picked up her herbs and motioned for the wolf to join her, he was wet, muddy, humiliated, and coldly enraged. He wiped a last handful of marsh mud from his scabbard and flung it on the shore. All right, Dean, he snapped. What the hell was that all about? The wolfwalker, her violet eyes sparkling, gestured toward the lake. Green toby lizards. Did you see them take off for the water? There must have been a thousand of them lying on the shore. Dean, he said in a quietly dangerous voice, why are you out here alone this far from the trail? She looked at him then. I was gathering herbs, Ariner. I told my brother where I was going before I left. He wiped another streak of mud from his scabbard. Rom hardly knew you'd be gone this long or this far. She gave him an irritated look. Look, Dean, you weren't scouting trail, so no one knew where to find you. It took me half an hour just to locate the spot where you left the rocks back near the main path, and now I've left traces there as well. We're too close to the border of Baloktar, Dean. You don't realize what can happen. Gray Hishin's with me, she protested quietly. 
She sensed no danger. That wolf doesn't know everything about these mountains, and neither do you. What if these Toby lizards were venomous? What if this little trick of yours drew the attention of a badger bear, or warlag, or one of Longear's men, instead of me? Ariner, Gaman sighted a group of scouts barely an hour after you'd gone. In spite of her irritation, Dean was startled. But we're still two days from the border, and we've been a long time crossing the mountains from the coast. They could not know where we are yet. I don't know how they did it, but they are in these hills just as we are. And if they catch sight of us or of you, he reminded her sharply, then all this, he gestured at his worn boots and stained leather mail, will be for nothing. Dean was silent for a moment. Hishin and I would not have been seen, she said finally. The gray ones are seen only when they wish.